What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. Pardon the interruption, but I'm Mike Wilbon. The Yankees got swept, Tony. Say bye-bye to your I-95 team. I'm Tony Kornheiser. Don't they teach geography in Northwestern? The Phillies are an I-95 team. Did you not oh, know yeah. that? Oh. They, they just light they up I-95. Up. They're like Halloween yeah. monsters. They just keep coming at you. Oh, but wait, the well, Nats. They the a... Nats are not coming at you. No, the Nats are not doing anything, but no. the Philadelphia Phillies. They look good. They're a six Phillies seed look good. And they're in. Yep. Welcome to PTI, boys and girls. In today's episode, Matt Ryan is benched. The Jets lose their star running back in the World Series is set. But we begin today with the recent implosions of Tampa Bay and Green Bay and their Hall of Fame quarterbacks, Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers. Yesterday, Brady and Rodgers lost to P.J. Walker and Taylor Heineke. Raise your hand if you had that parlay right. Rodgers, who has lost three games in a row, he says he's not worried. Wilbon, which team should be more worried? Well, they both should be worried. Um, But Tampa, to me, Tony, I mean, I... You know, I looked at them yesterday, and they just look forlorn. And Brady, Tom Brady, he's the GOAT. Nothing changes. I don't want people saying, what about his legacy? Nothing changes! But he's not good now. He's not playing like the GOAT now. That's all it means. It doesn't mean anything for how he's remembered or how we're going to think of him 20 years from now or whether he goes in the Hall of Fame. No. For right now, Tom Brady is just a dude, which is shocking to see because he's Tom Brady. But, Tony, they look forlorn. He's got other things on his mind by his own admission. And so I, I, I think Tampa Green Bay, look, Aaron Rodgers and Green Bay, even if they don't write the ship this season, they got next year. I don't believe that particularly about Tampa Bay yeah. and Tom Brady. And I don't know if he can recruit more people and if Tampa's going to have those same veterans who want to come back without Tom Brady. I don't necessarily believe that. Green yeah. Bay is going to be Green Bay at some point. But Tampa... I don't know. All right. So I'm going to have a slight disagreement here. Tampa Bay has lost to two terrible teams in a row. The Steelers were one and four when they lost to them. Carolina yesterday was one and five. This is inexcusable. It's awful. And in those two games, Brady only had one touchdown pass. The reason I think they're in less trouble is because the rest of their division is rancid. Okay. Carolina, New Orleans, and Atlanta all stink. Their combined record is like 7-14. and 14. So all Tampa Bay has to do, and I'm not saying they can, but all they have to do is win two, two in a row when they get separation. Whereas Green Bay is in a more dire circumstance because Minnesota looks pretty good, and that hurts Green Bay for the playoffs. Plus, Green Bay having lost three in a row, they get Buffalo next. Yeah. Raise your hand if you yeah. think they're going to win that because they're not going to win that game. But let me get to what you said about Brady. If you recall, I sent you a text during the game, and I said Tom Brady should yeah. quit today. Yeah, he's just leaving. Because it seems to me, as it seems to you, that Tom Brady's focus is no longer on football. Mike, I don't know why Robert Kraft would have a wedding on a Friday during the football season. But he did. Bill Belichick did what you would expect. He said, I'm not going. I got to prepare for a game. Tom Brady went. Mike, in all the great years with Tom Brady, he never would have gone. He never would have left the football arena even for – he wouldn't have done it. He wouldn't have done it. He did it now. He's 45. He's earned whatever – you know what? 
If Tom Brady is distracted, more than our presumption, if he is, you know what? It's time for him to be distracted. It's, it's okay. okay for him That's to be right. distracted because he's Tom Brady. Right. All right? Anybody else, raise your hand if you got that many Super Bowl rings. Oh, wait, nobody. So, nobody. But it, but it seems like this is, you know, you know, I never believed you when you said a couple of times earlier, ah, Brady's probably going to. F- no. But now I think we could be at that point. Looks like we could be. The Indianapolis Colts have seen enough of Matt Ryan, apparently. One day after losing to Tennessee, in part due to Ryan's pick six, Indy today benched the quarterback they traded for this offseason. The Colts now intend to start Sam Ellinger for the rest of the season, despite the fact that he's never thrown a pass in an NFL game. Tony, what the hell does this tell you? It tells me two things. It tells me, first of all, that Matt Ryan is done And it tells me that Frank Reich, the coach up there, has some fear that he's done as well. Because this is a very, very big move that you make. This is three years in a row, Mike, three quarterbacks in a row with big names who haven't worked out in Indianapolis. Phillip Rivers didn't work out and he retired. Carson Wentz didn't work out and he was traded. Matt Ryan hasn't worked out and he has been benched. At some point, you stop moving quarterbacks and you start moving coaches around. Indianapolis... I don't know. I mean, they're no good. Even though they're 3-3-1, which isn't terrible, and this may be a little bit hasty, they are not a good team. The the Colts have never been the same, Mike, since Andrew Luck left. They always have these guys lined up, and it never works out. And Matt Ryan has never been the same since that Super Bowl where the Patriots caught and passed them and where Arthur Blank had to stop dancing on the sidelines since then, he's 38-48-1. He's not who he was. Well, you got a lot of stuff going on up there. Um, Ursay, Jimmy Ursay. I mean, he's a wild card. This, this smacks yep. to me a front office inter, you know, intrusion. That, that interference. Really? Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. Come on. I Look, look. I know Frank Reich for a long time. Right. Frank Reich is not right. a guy who makes big, crazy, bold decisions, sweeping... That's not who he is. That's not who he was as a player. When he was in college and I knew him really well playing for Bobby Ross, that's not who his influences are. That's not his personality. You don't have to declare some dude who so just left college. you think he's not doing this? You don't have to declare a guy is your starter for the rest of the season? Yeah. That's that is dumb. Odd. That's not Frank Reich because he odd. ain't I, – I don't believe that. Right. I believe there's front so you say, office interference right. involved okay. here. I do. I believe that. Well, you also don't want to believe that Frank Wright could be on the verge That's of right. being canned. I don't. But, but he could three be. seasons in a row with could three be. different quarterbacks, yeah. you know. Could happen. We move now to baseball. The World Series is set. Philadelphia is in by virtue of beating San Diego yesterday on a dramatic two-run, eighth-inning home run by Bryce Harper. And the Astros are in having swept the Yankees to bring their playoff record this year to 7-0. and Hello. Pretty good. Wilbon, let's start with the ALCS. How should the Yankees feel about getting bounced by the Astros yet again? They got their butts kicked. We knew that. We thought that was going to happen. I mean, in sports, you can't say we knew because they're upsets. They got their butts kicked. That series went to form. Astros a lot better. Astros kick butt. So it, it, we, they, that's right. That to me, look, I'm, I'm right. sure this is worthy of a whole lot of analysis in New York. We're not in New York, so let's get beyond that, Tony, a little bit. The let's deal with the Astros. The Astros, first of all. Altuve and Alvarez, they didn't even hit in this last series. Altuve hasn't hit the whole playoffs. They're going to hit. Altuve's a tinkerer and an adjustment guy, and he's going to work himself back into, I will bet you, 
having a pretty good World Series at the very least. And you got Verlander anchoring that group. Tony, they're the best team. I know Philly could win. Philly's got those big bats. What quiets big bats? Great pitching. And they're good on both starters and the back end of that relief core. They're the best team Mm -hmm. in baseball this year. Sorry to you, Dodgers. They're the best team. Here's what the Astros have that nobody else seems to have. They have unbelievable pitching. Yes. Yankees struck out 50 times in four games. The ERA for the team in the playoffs is 188. The ERA for the bullpen is 062. Good luck hitting against those guys. Let me get to the other stuff. The moment in the entire playoffs happened last night in the eighth inning when Bryce Harper came up with real Mudo on first base and nobody out. The pitcher at the time, Suarez, was into his second inning of relief, which doesn't happen that much anymore. He's a righty. Harper is a lefty. In the bullpen, warming up is the best closer in baseball, Josh Hader, who is a lefty. You get lefty-lefty matchup. They don't bring Hader in. They later say Hader wasn't ready. I'm sorry, Mike. This is a closeout game. You have to anticipate. That's what baseball is on a managerial part, anticipation. You have to have Hader ready. Hader had to pitch because Suarez's pitch cost the Padres the entire chance to get to the World Series. That was a huge – that's the biggest moment of the playoffs so far. And Bryce Harper totally rose to the occasion. He totally rose to the occasion I like the the call on that, which was the at-bat of his life. That was a great call. Bryce Harper's had some great at-bats, some great moments, some great months. He's had a great career. But that was the at-bat of his life, the way it turned out, Tony. And so Philly's got that lineup. And you know, there's a guy in that lineup I actually root for. Told you about it. Mr. Schwarber. You root for Schwarber. Yes, I root for Schwarber. I love him. He's a cub. You root for everybody. Tony. Let me say this. I'm still big with Houston. Big with Houston on this. Mike, it is – I'm going to take 30 seconds here. It is criminal that baseball is not starting this World Series tomorrow or Wednesday at the latest. It's absolutely criminal. This is not the Super Bowl where years in advance you pick a site and everything is geared to the site. In baseball, the site of the opening team is always determined a few days before the World Series starts because it changes every single year. You go out there Tuesday, you're not up against football. Wednesday, you're not up against football. Thursday's an off day. Friday, you're not up against football. You have to adjust. You have to be flexible. Baseball, which you think is stupid, and I never yes. did. It's stupid. They get this it wrong. Is stupid. They get it wrong it's all wrong. the time. They got it's this wrong. wrong. And Tony, this it's not wrong. like the old days this is wrong. where teams, baseball teams, shared the field with an NFL neighbor locally. No, nobody it's does open. that anymore. It's open. So they could no, start it. This is about TV. You going to blame our bosses? You want to run that risk? I don't uh, think ours It's ESPN. not about TV. It's about I mean, baseball it's about being TV. stupid. It's about TV. You put your foot down and you say, we're not going to be okay, up against football. But everything's it's about everybody. TV, Let's take a as you always say. Coming up. Money. Well, they pay us. Three college football <laughs> unbeatens go down. Which was the most surprising? Jets, Seahawks, both surprisingly good. But yesterday's injuries derail both. This is always about Rob TV, Manfred Tony. gets up, he says, we're going to start early. It's as simple as that, I, You kids. know, they're not going to do it. We know where it's going to be played. But they're not going to do it. Pardon the interruption is presented by the refreshing taste of Twisted Tea Hard Iced Tea. Please drink responsibly. Part of happy hour. Vivid Seats wants to get you to the games you love this spring. Experience every pitch, assist, and game-winning shot live and in person. And the best part? Each transaction is a step toward a free 11th ticket with Vivid Seats Rewards. 
Score unbeatable perks like free tickets, surprise seat upgrades, and annual birthday deals. As the official ticketing partner of ESPN, Vivid Seats is offering you $20 off your first $200 ticket purchase with code PTI. That's code PTI. Visit vividseats.com or download the app today. Vivid Seats. Experience it live. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. Back to Pardon the Interruption, brought to you by Twisted Tea, part of Happy Hour. It's time to find out what's on the minds of people who have so little to do that they spend time emailing a television show. Let me see what's first Mail here. time! Here we go. Three unbeatens went down in college football. Which surprised you the most? Well, the three unbeatens that went down, Tony, were Syracuse, um, Ole Miss, and UCLA. And none of them surprised yeah. me. They were all playing on the road. I thought they would all lose. But the result or the way it played out, the one that surprised me the most was Syracuse which led some of that game and was a threat for that entire game down in Death Valley. So, I mean, I, look, I said, I remember, you know, we talked about, we asked David Pollock on Friday, are we supposed to take Syracuse at Clemson seriously? And, you know, there's some trepidation with that. But Syracuse, you know, accounted of itself pretty well. And I, I didn't expect Ole Miss or UCLA to win those games. Right. So I'm going over on yeah. that one. That's sort of a, a new push. Yeah. So I um, would have had to be revived if Syracuse had won that yes. game. And when they were up 21-7 late in the second quarter, I was stunned. It ended the way I thought it would end, though Clemson obviously didn't beat the spread, but they won the game. Oregon, I, I thought Oregon would win. You mentioned David Pollock. I was a little bit surprised when he told us that he thought UCLA would yeah. win. Yeah. All's, all's good in college football, though, because by winning, Oregon assured all of America that no Pac-10 team will be in the playoffs because well, no Pac-10 team uh, is go- a one-loss Pac-10 team ain't getting in a one with loss? a one-loss SEC team. Uh, They're not getting in. Uh, and they all got at least one right now, and they're not getting in. So by elimination, I'm going to say Ole Miss – not because I'm surprised that they didn't beat LSU in LSU, but they yeah. were up 17-3, Mike. And then they got their doors blown off. It was 42-3 after that, and I thought, I thought Ole Miss was better. Just for the record. I think Southern Cal could still get in. I'm not saying they will, They're not, but I think USC could. No, you're simply I'm wrong. I'm learning not to no. listen to you about college Jets, football. I know better than that. The Jets and the Seahawks both won again, but both lost stars to injury. So which team is in the more precarious position? Tony, I think the Jets are, you know, they try to win these games close and with defense and, and, and running, and I don't know that they're going to be able to do that. And that's too bad because this kid is dynamic, man. And it was just sad to see him limp off. I was turning 
flipping channels and saw that, not limp to the cart and then go off. Seattle's got a lot of weapons. I mean, DK Metcalf, don't, I mean, he's a stud. We know that. He's proven himself. But speaking of great young running backs, they have that. Geno Smith has played far better than anyone outside of Seattle That's thought right. he could. You know, and they've got Oh, some, even in Seattle. They've got in Seattle. In, they got an ensemble still remaining with that team. And they are well coached, as we know, by Pete Carroll. He knows That's what right. he's doing. I think Seattle can survive this. And their division, I don't know. Denver, of course, is not what we thought they were. But they're going to get more good players off that trade now with Russell Wilson, aren't they? I'm, I'm surprised that you are equivocal about this at all. The answer is definitely the Jets. This kid, what? Brees Hall, just tore his ACL. He's a, the Jets are going to have much more problems oh, yeah. with who they've lost I said than who that. Seattle. That's, I would, I didn't yeah, case. but you said, I'm not sure. No, you got to be sure. This kid was a rookie of the year candidate. He was averaging almost six yards had per run. And that's, yards a team, scrimmage, yeah. that's a team that grinds it out. They don't even like to pass. No, they don't. Seattle's got Kenneth Walker. Kenneth Walker went for 168 and two touchdowns against a better team, the Chargers, than the team that the Jets beat, the Broncos. So it's it's definitely the Jets. Brees Hall is more integral to what they do than Metcalf is to the other team. Enough email. Let's take one last break, but still to come, we will review the returns of Dak Prescott and Tua Tungavailoa. And are Joe Burrow and the Bengals back on track? Daniel Hackett ought to be in trouble. He's the one who should be in trouble because they he stink. Is in trouble. And he it's is Nathaniel, the captain of that shit. Nathaniel Hackett. Yeah. Daniel Hackett's in no trouble. Nathaniel, Nathaniel Hackett, Hackett, Hackett is in jeopardy. Nathaniel. PTI fans, listen up. Have you heard you can listen to episodes of this very show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership? That's right. All your favorite PTI episodes can be heard on Amazon Music ad-free. But that's not all. You can listen to other top podcasts like The Low Post and First Take ad-free as well. They also have your favorite shows like The Daily, Part of My Take, and Up First, all without ads. You know what this means. Uninterrupted listening, so no more cliffhangers. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts, so we know they definitely have something for you. And it's already included in your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free or go to Amazon.com slash PTI. That's Amazon.com slash PTI to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue, and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Pardon the interruption is presented by the refreshing taste of Twisted Tea Hard Iced Tea. Please drink responsibly. Part of happy hour. Happy time, people. Happy 60th birthday yesterday, Doug Flutie, one of the greatest college quarterbacks of all time. At Boston College in 1984, Flutie won the Heisman. That was the year Flutie beat Miami with the iconic Hail Mary to Gerard Phelan. Flutie went to the New Jersey Generals of the USFL, where he was fabulously popular. When that league went down, Flutie went to the Chicago Bears of the NFL, 
where his coach, your boy Mike Ditka, yeah. referred to him as Bambi. Flutie was traded to the Patriots, then he went to the Canadian League, then ultimately back to the NFL with the Bills, Chargers, and finally again back to the Patriots, where he backed up Tom Brady in 2005 when he's way over 40. Flutie never had the magic in the pros that he had in college. Well, when I was at BC Miami, I so I got were. that one. You know, that's when you would come out of the attic and you bigfooted me. You got all the primary assignments. I got junk back then. Let me just say this. <laughs> Doug Flutie now is only synonymous with eugenics, baby. Total T. Him and Big Frank. Him and the Big Hurt. Uh, don't, you, don't you like their commercials? I didn't that. You know, and she'll like I've it too. I've seen Frank Thomas. I haven't seen him. I haven't seen him. Flutie's Happy anniversary, J.T. Snow and Darren Baker. On this day 20 years ago, in Game 5 of the World Series against the Angels, Snow scored for San Francisco on a Kenny Lofton triple. When three-year-old bat boy, Darren Baker, son of Giants manager Dusty Baker, ran to home plate to collect Lofton's bat. What? Darren was fortunately scooped up by the jacket by the six-time Gold Glove winner as he crossed the plate. To catch you up, Darren Baker, who says he has no recollection of that incident, just finished his first season of minor league ball in the Washington Nationals organization, hit 280 in 105 games, with three homers and 15 stolen bases. Oh, and his dad, Dusty, well, he's managing the Houston Astros in the upcoming World Series. This is great. As you know, I'm, I'm rooting hard for Dusty Baker in this, Tony. I looked up, because of Dusty, I looked up the Darren Baker incident last night, and I was shocked to find he was three. In my mind, he was three. five or six years old. Three? three. He three. shouldn't even be out there. Three. I'm just glad he was okay, and it's all turned out great. It's turning out great for Darren Baker. Good for him. Happy trails to the sideline for Dak Prescott and Tua Tungavailoa. Dak came back from five weeks out with a broken thumb. Tua came back from two weeks on concussion protocol. Not coincidentally, their teams won. Dolphins beat the Steelers 16-10. Tua had a few probable interceptions dropped by Pittsburgh defenders, but he led Miami to that oh. first drive score, and all in all, completed 21-35 for 261 and a 92.7 passer rating. Dak led Dallas past Detroit 24-6. Cowboys defense did all the heavy lifting. They forced five turnovers. But Dak was 19-25 for 207 yards and a 113.3 rating. Neither quarterback probably send these tapes to Canton, but at least nobody's calling for the backups to start next week. Not even your boy Jerry Jones. You know, Tua, when, they, when he's out there, Tony, Miami plays with a certain confidence and a certain energy. You can, you can see it. And they're a different team with him. But seeing the Miami Dolphins out there with Greasy and company, the perfect Dolphins. It's 50 years ago. How old does that make yeah. us feel? I mean, I was a, a kid, but oh. still, it was great to I, see them walk I normally out feel there. 90. Larry Zonka. And so I feel 90 great. now. You're right about Tua. The teammates there clearly want him oh, on the yeah. field. They, want him they out respond there. better to him. I suspect that's true about Dak Prescott with Dallas, but Dallas's defense wins these games. Detroit used to score a lot, now they get nothing. Let's go to the big finish. Let's do it. Rory McIlroy, he won the CJ Cup at Congaree in South Carolina. He returned to number one in the world. Are you impressed? Yeah, he says harder than becoming number one the first time is doing it again, getting back there. So, yes, impressed. Christian McCaffrey had 62 all-purpose yards, but the Niners got crushed at home by the Chiefs. What's your headline? My headline is how good the Chiefs are. I think they're the second-best team in football right behind Buffalo. Uh, they no just to I-95 crushed. Philly. The no Sixers, to Tony hating on you. Sixers dropped to 0-3 after losing to the Spurs, who don't even try to win. Is there cause for concern? The cause for concern is Embiid and Harden. They seem like they're just taking turns and not playing off each other yet, but it's early. Joe Burrow, 
passed for 481 yards. Bengals beat the Falcons. You driving that Bengals bus again? Okay, so I believe in Burrow and Jamar Chase. If you can keep him upright, he Ooh. can throw the ball to Chase. Jamar That's Chase. good. Yeah. Last one, your Bears and the Patriots tonight, Monday Night Football. How you feeling, big boy? Queasy. Belichick's going to make us look like chumps, like stooges. I'm, I'm not happy. Already. Not even in pregame. Not happy. Didn't even start yet. I know. You're not happy. We're out of time. We'll try and do better the next time, and I'm Tony Kornheim. I'm Mike Wilbon. Same time tomorrow, Knuckleheads. Now to get you set. For Monday Night Football, here's Susie Calber and the Countdown Crew. So you think you're going to lose? You think the Bears are going to lose I big, think we'll right, be, I Patriots? think he'll make us look stupid. Close game, but he'll make us look bad. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot com.